Welcome to the Fearless Firmpreneur Show where we bring you amazing, amazing insights into starting and building a profitable and purpose-driven business online. This is the place to be to learn about how you can turn your expertise into a profitable and purpose-driven business online. So join me and other amazing women entrepreneurs from all over the world as we talk about everything that is to be a fearless fempreneur. In the last episode, we talked about how you can start your business with little to no money. And all you have to do is start with whatever available resources that you have. Now, that previous episode was really lengthy and we wanted to break this down to make it easy and palatable for you to understand. So in the second part of how to build a business with little to no money, we are going to uncover two other strategies, fast cash strategies and product market fit. So let's dive in. So one of the fast cash strategies is to sell your offer or a portion of your offer at a lower rate. So this way you can bump it up for volume. Now, this is something that I am personally doing a couple of times this year as well in order for us to have a little bit more cash coming into our business. All right, so you can take a portion of your program and then bundle it up or sell it at a slightly lower price, say $27 instead of $270 or say $7 instead of uh, $79, for example. So you can take maybe 10% of the portion of your program and then put it up for sale as a lower price point. Now, this way, you will be able to get an influx of cash. And that's the kind of things that we can do in order for us to raise capital for our business. So if you do something that is a little bit lower, say $20, it will be easier for them to make that decision. And once they jump onto the bandwagon to want to support you, they will then be able to you know, learn more about what is it that you have to offer, learn more about your higher ticket offer, even if you have them. And that's where the relationship gets nurtured. So you can start with a smaller product and build your way up. All right, so an example that I would like to give as part of my coaching with my client today, if you're selling, say, cookies in a jar of 30, all right, so I've got 30 cookies in one jar. Can you sell a smaller batch at five cookies in a smaller for, let's say, $5? So one cookie each. I mean, $1 per cookie instead of selling it at like $39 per bottle or per jar. Well, that is something that you can do, then great. So you are going to sell what is called sample pack or sample size or taster packs or taster samples. This is what people normally do. Now, I was watching this really interesting documentary about how caviar was collected. So caviar has different grades, right? It comes from the age of the fish. So when the fish grows a little bit older, then the quality of caviar being produced will get tastier. That said, it becomes more expensive. So when you are selling caviar to restaurants, for example, top-end restaurants, you don't bring the whole caviar tin and then sell it over to them. That's going to cost them like thousands of dollars. You bring small sample size, they are known as tasters, and you let them taste the caviar. The whole session of the tasters are not free, they are chargeable. Taster sessions can be as low as $200, of course it depends on the quality of the caviar and how many caviar types are being presented to you. And it can go all the way up to thousands of dollars. Because restaurants need to taste them. They need to sample this caviar to have the best presented on their dishes. And once they've decided and narrowed down on which caviar type, which age and maturity works best for their dishes, that's when they will buy a bigger order. They will buy in kilos. And when they buy in kilos, we're not talking about thousands, we're talking about tens of thousands of dollars. 
So what is $200 tasting session compared to paying $10,000 just to taste that one type of caviar that you're actually looking at? So the same thing is true for your business as well, my friends. You can downsize, take a portion of it and just serve it to your customers at a lower price. This is especially good for customers who have been on the fence or clients who have been on the fence about your service, about the products that you are offering, about the programs that you are doing. If they are concerned about all of those things, offer a smaller size. Sephora works the same way too. So if you shop a lot at Sephora, you know that they offer sample packs for you as well for you to try out new cosmetics. So those samples that comes in bottles, you will have to pay for it. But those samples that comes in packets, that's the one that you actually get for free upon purchase. So you see this model, it it has been around for quite some time. Why aren't we using it in our business to raise capital, to raise a little bit more funds into our business? We can do this definitely into our business. No one's going to stop us from doing it for sure. We just have to be fearless enough to take the step forward and make it happen for us. So for those of you who have just started a business, you can use this as a chance for you to also open up pre-orders and just test the market. So this is also a great way for you to see whether there are demand at all for the products or the service that you are looking to offer. So let's say you are planning to sell fidget spinners, for example. At one point in time, they were the craze, right? And you wanted to design a very unique fidget spinner that is going to attract the attention of your audience. Specifically, you want to get audiences who are working in front of the computers the whole day. You want to do something that is soft so that they can squeeze it, sort of become like a squeeze toy so they can release stress. You can test out the market by putting out a prototype into the market and then testing out to see who would buy into the idea. This is what is known as the minimum viable product and you are just testing out to see what people are looking for. So once you have received pre-order of say 250,000 Singapore dollars, that is a huge success because now you have what is known as product market fit. If you don't get started to try something out, even at a lower position, like doing a prototype, you're not going to be able to get any feedback coming from your audience. So it's super important for you to try anyway, even if you have no money. So when I was starting out No Real Creations, which was one of my first businesses, uh, it is a dealing with handmade stationery. My first prototype was just a college ruled folder. They are a little bit thick and they have ruled papers that are refillable. So I I did that at the beginning stages of of me starting out the the business. I knew that the end goal was I wanted to create beautiful looking craft first handmade notebooks for my clients. And I started with that first because I started to just add value to something that was already available. That was what I did. And I started decorating the covers. I sold that off to my friends, more like I gave them away to just get feedback about what they you know, think about it. Every single time when I give it away to them, of course, they're going to say like, wow, it's so beautiful. It's so amazing. Okay, I say of course, it's because it's not that I'm confident, but because it's free. So free things, usually people react that way. So I wait a while actually uh, before I officially started the, the business itself. I wait a while because I wanted to see the wear and tear of what I have. So some of my friends who continuously use the planners and the binders that I've created for them, they said that about three months later, um, the glue started to get loose and it started to you know, come off from the covers that I designed. So that was when I started to improve the quality of the adhesive that I chose. 
that's one of the feedback that you can get when you start putting it, things out into the market. Now, from that process itself, it journeyed into me producing the actual covers myself and also the inserts were designed in-house as well. And we bundled it up in a manner where you can customize from cover to cover. So the cover looks amazing. You can customize it. The contents also can be customizable. So let's say if you want to have an academic planner. So we are able to do that because it was customized. And that was our USP and unique selling proposition. Now, if you have listened into my previous episodes, you would know why this business didn't work out. And it was because of that handmade nature of my business. I didn't have the resources to grow into a factory. And I also didn't have the demand to uh, scale it into a business that is more than that. So that's the reason why I stopped. It is still my dream to one day eventually build this again. But we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes, all right? If you don't get started and testing it out, even at a sampler rate or even at a lower price point, even uh, you know giving things away for free, you're not going to be able to get any feedback. You still want that minimum viable product that has been pushed out into the market to test and get feedback. So once you get those feedback, you can improve on your products and get a better version of it. So at the end of the day, once you've already firmed up and created the final version of your product, that's when you will feel very satisfied knowing that you have journeyed quite far from where you were originally to where you have become. That is product market fit. That is creating a minimum viable product that eventually becomes one that the market can accept. That is the process of entrepreneurship. And the same is true even if you are creating courses and online programs as well. When you are creating a program, you have to test out first and see what the audience are looking for. Without testing out, you wouldn't know what they need. And then from there, you can tweak and make adjustments accordingly. So this is what makes it amazing in terms of how you can build and start a business with no money. The question at the end of the day was how to start a business with no money. Number one, raise the capital with whatever available resources that you have. Look at your wardrobe, look at your tech gadgets, look at everything in your house and see what can you let go of. If you have purchased it using your money before, you have the right to sell it. But if you have purchased it using someone else's money, then you jolly well go and ask permission from that person before you start selling things off, alright? So if, if your husband bought you the jewellery, please ask him for permission first. And if he says, yes, great, you have a supportive husband, ding, ding, ding. So that's a good thing for you. But if he says, no way, that's something that I've, I know I've purchased it for you on our wedding day. No way are you going to sell it off. Got to respect that. Yeah, my friends. And make sure that you don't sell off something that is super valuable to him as well. So don't do that. Right? Don't ever do that. You only sell what's yours. Okay. So after you've done that, the second thing that you can look at is for you to just kickstart the journey by looking at your offers and taking maybe 10% of what is it that you're offering as the main offer and sell it off as what is known as a lower price point or low ticket offer. So sell it off, make it make some quick wins and that's where you can get some influx of cash coming in. And then finally, at the end of the day, it's about building that minimum viable product. Just get started and put it out into the market. It doesn't have to be the perfect version, but put it out into the market because that's how you get to know and test out whether there's money in the business in the first place. These are the three things that I did personally when I was starting out my businesses. I've duplicated the same method again when I began Fempreneur Secrets the same way. Sharing this with you, it is not something that is done overnight. It is not something that I plucked up from thin air. I've walked the walk and I've done the work and that's why I can share with you that this is more than possible. Now, it might sound scary ransacking your closet and wardrobe to find something valuable, but you have to do it if this is the purpose that you want in your business. Always return back to the purpose. Why? you are running the business in the first place don't give up hope don't give up at all okay have faith that this is the process just trust the process and you will get through it 
So you have to be smart as an entrepreneur, be resourceful, be innovative and be creative about how you can find money into your business. That's rule number one of starting a business. You need money to come into the business. If you can't start this journey, you can't start this process, you're not going to get anywhere. All right. So that's all that I have to share with you about how to start a business with no money. It is more than possible, my friends. You have it in you to be this fearless entrepreneur that is destined for greatness and goodness in the world. People out there are waiting and yearning for your office, your signature offer to be presented in front of them. They are waiting for your solutions to their problems. So don't hold back. You've got to start the journey. People are waiting for you. You've got this, my friends. Put your future into the palms of your own hand. Take action and you can rise as a fearless fempreneur. I want to applaud you for getting this far listening into this episode. This is just the tip of the iceberg, my friends. There's really a lot more to go into the world of entrepreneurship and becoming this fearless entrepreneur that you are destined to be. And if you are tired of wondering why no business you start could ever lead you to profits, that's because you have not found your truest fearless business potential. Join us in the 5-day Activate Your Fearless Business Potential Challenge where you will discover your true business purpose in just 5 steps and uncover the 6 steps you need to launch a profitable business online. All you have to do is go on over to courses.fempreneursecrets.com forward slash challenge and sign up today. So remember to keep learning. Keep believing in yourself because the world needs an inspiration just like you. Stay fearless.